What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mini Crush Monday, the Knowles Not Here edition. But we have Ramsey. Say hi, Ramsey. Hello. Ramsey is in the seat that Knowles started out in. And then Noel, uh kind of recently, you just sort of started sitting in on these recordings. Mm-hmm. Noel moved across from me. And uh, it's been great. So welcome. Good to hear. And I will try not to disappoint. You will not disappoint. Trust me. <laughs> Noel disappointed by double booking himself. I saw Noel on the, at the table in the uh, break room. I was like, hey, you ready? And he went, for what? <laughs> and I, I was like, well, this is this is going downhill fast. <laughs> but that's okay because we have some good stuff, Ramsey. We're going to do uh, – this is what I call a crusher special. And this is when Chucky Boy gets in town late from a trip and has to record in the morning and doesn't have a ton of time to pre- uh, prepare a lot of things myself. So I go to the Movie Crusher page because they're always posting fun shit for people to interact with. Sure. I can always count on them to like have some good stuff. And sure enough, man, I just scrolled through the page a little bit and found three great bits right off the bat. We're going to start out with our old friend Yvonne Baudet. I feel like we should say what just happened, Ramsey. You can, yeah. Through the magic of editing, it sounds like nothing happened, but Noel barged back in the fuck in. <laughs> It's and like I forgot something. <laughs> acted like, even said, I thought I could just sneak in by <laughs> if opening If you guys are recording, I can just be sneaky. <laughs> oh, Noel. Ninja, you are not, Noel. Yes, he is not a ninja. He's a, he's like me. I can't sneak into a room. I've tried. All right. 
Yvonne Baudet, our old pal. This is really good stuff. He said, name a really obscure movie you've really enjoyed uh, that no one has ever heard of. And he's got close to 400 comments here. And this is always good to have a list going like like this online that you can just dive into whenever you feel like you have nothing to watch. And I'm going to start it off, uh, Ramsey, with a movie. And it's not so obscure that no one's ever heard of it. But for the people involved, I think it falls on like everyone I ever say has said, Oh, I never heard of that movie. Uh, it's a movie called Five Corners. Have you ever seen it? Nope. It starred Tim Robbins, Jodie Foster, uh, and John Turturro. And I think you will agree with that kind of cast. Yeah. You would think you would have heard of it. Yeah. Great, great movie. Never heard of it. It's uh, – let me see who directed that. No reason why I haven't seen that, though. That sounds like an amazing – It was uh, – let me see what year this was. It felt like it was, I was in college. Oh, pre-college. It was 1988. Uh, and it was an independent film uh, directed by Tony Bill. Uh, one of the reasons I love it is because it was written by the great John Pat- uh, John Patrick Shanley, uh, playwright and screenwriter who directed and wrote one of my favorite all-time films, Joe Versus the Volcano. So you know it's good stuff. Um, it was really great. It's I don't want to give away too much. Uh, it was a very, very small movie that got great reviews. Um, Jodie Foster won an Independent Spirit Award for Best Female Lead Um Grossed five million bucks. Actually, that's not too bad for the for as small of a movie. But it's a period piece from 1964. Uh, it's just weird. It's just slightly offbeat, uh, and I don't want to give away too much. But I'm going to recommend Five Corners. Do you have one? You can think on one if you don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going the opposite spectrum. There's a Japanese filmmaker called because I remember seeing this post come up and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and his name is uh, Shinya Sakamoto, uh-huh. and he did a movie called Tetsuo Iron Man. I've heard of that. Yeah. I saw it. Um, it was like a double feature. It was like I went to go see uh, Lost Highway at a theater I used to work at, uh-huh. and then they were showing – it was like a little art house theater, and they showed that. And then they showed this uh, movie called uh, Tetsuo Iron Man. It's basically – if you take Akira and make a live-action movie out of it, it's shot in black and white, but it came out a while ago. Oh, okay. Pretty, I'm looking at this. Pretty um, interesting I remember people in uh, Vision Video in Athens when I worked there. Yeah. This was a big, like, all the little film nerds would come in and rent this. Yeah. I was – that one was little film nerds. But, yeah, so that one, I always crazy. enjoyed it. It's, it's, it is pretty nuts. The sequel is not so much. And then he did something called Tokyo Fist, which is like Raging Bull, but meets Akira. And I always use Akira to, to, to describe his movies because they just right. like bulge out and things start coming out of their bodies and stuff like that. But you can definitely see some of the more sci-fi movies pulling from him um, these days. But yeah, I really enjoyed that movie when I was a kid. Or not a kid, when I was in college because... Oh, uh, you were a kid in college. We yeah. all were. <laughs> that was like 20 years ago, man. So yeah. It's funny looking at these images. I may have seen some of this. Yeah. It looks really familiar. Boy, does it look fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, that was just one of those obscure movies that we just enjoyed and we would watch a lot of. And I mean, I think I still have a copy of it on VHS, but who has a VHS player? Or anything? But um, yeah, it was just one of those weird movies I really enjoyed and yeah. definitely had an impact on, you know, when I was in film school uh-huh. t- trying to. Not necessarily recreate it, but influencing me in my decision making and what I wanted it to do. What uh, what f- uh, theater did you work at? Um, at a place called Miracle Five. Um, what city? Tallahassee. 
Okay. Yeah. So I went to I went to Florida State, and um, film school at Florida State. Film school. Yeah. Good Lord, Ramsey, you're more qualified than Noel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. Um, I basically walked into the movie theater. I was like, hey, I work. Uh, I'm going to school at Florida State at the film school. He's like, you got into film school? And he's like, yeah, you're hired. Really? He's like, do you want to make a quarter more an hour? And wow. I was like, sure. It's <laughs> like you're a projectionist. And I was like, okay. So, so, that's cool. You ran the. Uh, you spooled yeah. them up and spliced them together, and spooled them up, spliced them together. Wow! And the joke was, it's a miracle that we're still open because everything would break down in our theater. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Um, just old shitty just equipment. Old shitty equipment, and we were basically the theater owned the whole complex that mm-hmm. we were in, the whole lot. So they were collecting all this rent from others, and that was keeping the place alive. And then we were also stealing money or stealing movies. From from the other theaters that were not part of Regal, uh, um, so it was like AMC was down the street, but we got Titanic, so they couldn't get it because of gotcha. the, the proximity. Interesting. Like two theaters can't have the same movie if they're yeah, in a yeah. certain radius, so we kept Titanic for like five months. Yeah, and you could too. Yeah, and but that thing was a beast because yeah. it was oh how many like, it was like <laughs> no I mean you it, and the thing is like we had two theaters on one side uh-huh. and then three in the other. And you would have to break the film down in order to move it. And then we kept moving oh, every week. Lord. We would move it. So you basically. How many reels was Titanic? Jeez, oh, maybe like six or seven. Wow. But uh, I mean, it, it would fill the platters that yeah. these movies were on. Those platters were huge. And if you've never been in a projection room, everyone, it, it was such a cool thing. Yeah. Like, I'm so jelly that you got to do that. Oh, yeah. But like, we would have bulbs exploding. Yeah. Where you would have to wear the gear. I had a th- projector kind of explode, but it, like this green smoke started coming out of it. <laughs> wow. My manager, I, like I came down, I had my T-shirt over it because I had to turn it off and I didn't want ca- the theater to catch on fire. And my manager was like, hey, can you go up there and start number one? He's like, man, I'm not going back up there. It's like, So what is it, like toxic shit? Yeah, I mean, it was just like green, like just all this stuff just coming out of the, the projector. And my, my he was just like, hey, Nick Friedman. Um, he might be, you know, if he's a listener or a fan, but <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Hey man, can you go back up there and make sure? It was like, no man. I was like, I just inhaled all this stuff. Wow. Like, I'm probably going to get cancer. Wow. And like, it was, it was just, it was a great theater because that's where I saw, like the first movie I saw there was Pink Flamingos and uh-huh. that was the only place. And like these three old ladies were in the same theater, like bought tickets to Pink Flamingo. Wow. <laughs> and it was like. That was the first time I ever saw it. My my one of my buddies, uh, he was like, "Hey, you need to go see this movie. It's, it's showing a Miracle Five. And yeah. that's, that was my first introduction. But that was where we saw, you know, all 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 the greats and Miracle Five. What a great <laughs> name! Is it still there? No, no, no. It's a parking lot. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. Man, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I just I used to love when my brother worked at AMC here in Atlanta at Phipps. I would oh yeah always go into the projection room and just talk to the dudes, and it was so cool. Yeah, just to see those, and you know. Digital's great. I love it. But I'm not saying that it was better or anything, but it's definitely cooler. Mechan- yeah. Mechanical operations are cooler to look at. Oh, yeah. Totally, you know? man. Love it. Yep. All right. So obscure movies. We're going to go with Benjamin Clement, uh, an Australian comedy from the 90s. Hercules Returns. Have not seen it. Uh, Frank Bauman. I have seen this one. The Doom Generation. Uh, Greg Araki. Great movie. But I would say, you know, on the more obscure side. Uh, Adam Shortway says Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, Brianna Rossi says 200 cigarettes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was fairly obscure. Good movie. Uh, Jeff Goddard says 13th Warrior. 
Uh, let me see here. What else do we have? Uh, Nair Alvarado says coffee and cigarettes. That was Jim Jarmusch. That's right. Uh, Daniel Quinn Bewley says lonesome Jim. I have not seen that. Uh, Steve Bien Emi says uh, take shelter. Yeah, that's on the on the smaller side. Take shelter was great. You saw that, I'm sure. I didn't. Well, you, who? you didn't like it? I haven't seen it. Oh, am I thinking of the wrong movie? No, you've seen it. I bet Michael Shannon. Oh, Ramsey, you got to see know. Take Shelter, man. It's fantastic. No, I haven't. It won the uh, uh, Grand Prize Critics Week okay. at the Cannes Film Festival. Jessica Chastain. Oh man, that is right up your alley, Ramsey. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that that is. For some reason, I just see you as a Michael Shannon fan. Oh yeah, but it's uh, Jeff Nichols. Okay, yeah, totally. I'll really to, good stuff. Yeah, it's I'll, the same guy I think who did uh, Midnight Special, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, and Mud. Yeah. Did you see both of those movies? I did. Yeah. See, so take Great. shelter. It's so yep. good. Great ending. One of the better endings. Uh, Jason Loeb says Mind Walk. I have heard of that movie. I haven't seen it. I think it's a very talky film, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Chris Smith says Two Days in the Valley. Yeah, maybe a little underseen. Good film. Uh, our old pal who created this, Yvonne uh, Vaudette, says Lost Highway. I wouldn't say obscure, but um, you were just speaking of Lost Highway. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite Lynch films. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Toby <laughs> Ziegler says uh, With Nail and I. Totally agree. Fantastic movie. Uh, one of the greats. Uh, Ralph Spradley says Football Hooligans. Nicholas Scott says Paper House. Boy, I got to keep this list. Uh, I got to keep this list on my laptop. This is fantastic stuff. Uh, Bella Polk, that comes from Claire Pringle Gotham. Great name. Uh, Avalon Rector says Wrist Cutters. That is a very good movie. Have you seen that? I have not, but I've heard of it, yeah. Uh, Noah Hubbard says This Thread is a gold mine. I totally agree. Uh, Michael Myers says, Oh my God, Michael Myers. He says, Real Men. Don't think I've seen that. Real Men. I'm looking now. Jim Belushi and John Ritter. Oh, is this the. A comedy from 1987. Is this the movie where they are kidnapped and taken into Russia to teach Russians how to be American? Uh, preparing to Meet the Aliens, FBI, Unseen Assassin. No. Let me see here. No, I think of the no, one I'm thinking of. No, this is something different, I think. This seems kind of crazy, though. Yeah, the movie I'm talking about is, is John Travolta, and it's awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Tra- Travolta? Yeah, no, it's him, and they're, they're, they, they're, they go to... Oh, wait. They go to Russia. To... I, I totally know what movie you're talking yeah, about. There's like a town that has developed yes. to look like America. Oh, that was a real piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, find like... out what that was. That was fucking terrible, and we need to tell people to avoid it. <laughs> Uh, John Mekalep, one of our old pals, says uh, Smoke Signals. Totally agree. That movie was um, pretty under the radar. Very good uh, kind of small independent film. I remember seeing uh, Smoke Signals. Thomas Tatum says Fandango. Not quite obscure, but I'm with you there. Oh, Patty McCabe Davis, After My Own Heart, because uh, she lists out Happy Accidents, one of the great films from 2001 starring uh, – Vincent D'Onofrio and uh, Marissa Tomei and Holland Taylor. Great movie. Really good. It was directed by Brad Anderson. He is a director who I have uh, tried to get on here. 
He's done a lot of really different kinds of movies. Have you ever heard of this guy? I'm sorry, who? Brad Anderson. Brad Anderson? No. So he directed, he started out with a movie called Next Stop Wonderland with Hope Davis, then Happy Accidents. They were both sort of small, independent, romantic comedy type of things. Then he goes on to do movies like Trans-Siberian and Beirut and The Machinist. Okay. And Session yeah. 9. Yeah. Like really disparate kind of thematically uh, films. He, he's kind of all over the place, but all his movies are really, really good. Sure. That always impresses me when someone can just hop around genres like that. Uh, Trans-Siberian was great. I never saw Beirut. I need to see that. Yeah. And then to go back to a, a sour note, the movie I was talking about was The Experts. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, it that was, was terrible. Yeah. I totally remember I'm so that sorry movie. I brought that up. <laughs> uh, Tammy Davis says, My Chauffeur. Uh, Kenneth Hannon says, The Ninth Configuration. Matt Blumenfeld says, Dark Days. Oh, yeah, I remember Dark Days. Yeah. Wasn't that the documentary about the mole people? I think so. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's totally what it was. Really good stuff. That that was a tough one to watch. Uh, and then we'll finish off. Oh, I totally remember this too. Uh, Krista Scott, our old pal, says "Dream with the Fishes." I remember that movie. David Arquette. Boy, these a lot of these were the during that sort of great early '90s independent film movement that I talk incessantly about when I was in college. Really good stuff. Yeah. So that thread is up on the Movie Crushers, everyone. Uh, and if you want to know how to find stuff, you know, you can go to the little handy search bar there on the page and type in obscure. It'll take you right to it. Very, very good. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. All right, we're going to move on, Ramsey, to uh, Patrick Gorman. One of our oldest of pals, and this is a really good uh, idea for a thread. He said, we need to start a DNR list, as in do not reboot. Just don't do it. And he said, I'll kick it off with Jaws. I'm with you, man. I mean, 
They're making plenty of dumb shark movies. Just keep doing that. Don't don't redo Jaws. If you want to make a shark movie, make a shark movie. Don't oh, yeah. call it Jaws. <laughs> don't call it Jaws. No reason. You don't even need it. no more sequels as well. I still remember it was the Jaws four when um, the Michael Revenge. Kane, yeah, he won an Oscar that year, not for Jaws, <laughs> but he always said is like he's never seen it, but he said it pay for my house someplace. But he oh, right. gave his Oscar speech from the set of Jaws. Really? And because they would not fly him to the Oscars. Oh, Jesus. And he was like, that's like still one of the, the worst moments of his life. Is that he had to stay on that stay stupid on the set. set. Oh, my God. But it was just like. That's terrible. It was just like, oh, my gosh. But no, I mean, Jaws. What did he win for? Uh, was that, um, what did Michael Caine win for? If it was during Jaws, then it might have been Blame It on Rio. Would he have won an Oscar for that for a comedy? Probably not. Couldn't have been Kit Carter. That was way earlier. Hannah and her sisters. Oh, sure. I'm Boy, assuming that was 87. That. And then he also won for her Cider House Rules. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Hannah and her sisters. What a, what a great movie. It's one of my favorite Woody Allen films. Yeah, but his you can still see his Oscar speech um, from, from um, I guess, what, Jamaica <laughs> or wherever they were shooting that. God. Jeez, that movie is just awful. But yeah, it's don't like touch insult, Jaws. Insult to injury. Yeah. Yeah, don't touch Jaws. We'll come after you. Uh, John Gotti Phipps says, The Godfather, who would dare? Of course not. You can't remake The Godfather. So here's one. This is, see, it's easy to say Jaws and The Godfather because I think those are kind of untouchable. But I think you get really creative when you start thinking of movies that are probably ripe for a reboot, but you still shouldn't reboot. And for instance, Brendan Rice, uh, one of our old friend, uh, friends, says, Starman. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's uh, John Carpenter. Yeah, John Carpenter yeah. and Jeff uh, Bridges. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah. And I could see them remaking that because it's a movie that involves, you know, a star man. And now we have technology that could make it super fancy and dumb. Yeah. Jeremy Barney says Back to the Future and E.T. And he says, I would say Ghostbusters, but LOL. Uh, yeah, you know what? I like that Ghostbusters movie. With the ladies, and I think this new one uh, sequel looks pretty good too. Sure. Tonally, I can't quite tell where it's going. I think that's the beef people had with the trailer. Was like, is this a comedy? Yeah. Did you see it yet? The trailer? Oh, the trailer looks great. I mean, I lo- I haven't. I never had the opportunity to see the other Ghostbusters movie, but you know, I wasn't. I was. I was. Oh, the the lady reboot. Yeah, the lady reboot. Yeah, but I've heard good. good things about it. Um, I enjoyed it. But yeah, this new trailer looks great. I mean, it's hitting. Where people are these days, so right. I mean, it'll it'll do well, I imagine, yeah. and they'll make Paul more. Rudd. Paul Rudd, put yeah. him in anything. Yep, put him in everything. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Ryan Townsend says Jurassic Park. Okay, we'll see if people take issue. Yeah, yeah. Sequels are different. They kind of did that with Jurassic World, though. I mean, it was sort kind of, of. new ish, but they brought back. Yeah, I mean, reboot and remake. It's like the yeah. the terminology is. There are fine lines there, you know? Yeah. To me, a remake is a literal remake of the same movie. Sure. A reboot is taking a, the the property and re- doing something different than that movie. Okay. But in that world. Sure. That's right, right? Yeah. I think so? Yeah. Uh, someone just said uh, any of the Coen Brothers movies. Yeah, you can't reboot any Coen Brothers movies. No one would want to see that. Uh, Kevin Goodfellow says Das Boot. Yeah, that was kind of a perfect film. Uh, Michelle uh, Ludica Sass says, The Notebook. 
No other couple can recreate that chemistry. Did you ever see that? I did not. I, I, I thought the answer would be no. Not up your alley. It, it's a good well, movie, but it's probably not for you. The more I hear about it, didn't um, Cassavetti's son make that? Or was... uh, Yeah, I think it was Nick Cassavetti's. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, this is I need to see this movie. Right. I'm a John Cassavetes fan. Sure. And, and Nick's good. Yeah. and But I just never had the chance or I just never fell into my my cue or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say no to it. And I, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. It's a very um, highly romantic drama. Um, but, it, you know, the acting is great. Their chemistry is undeniable. You know, they were really in love in real life. So it, it comes across. And I like Gosling a lot. I like Rachel McAdams a lot. And it has some really sad, sad, um, not bookends, sort of a through line with them as older people uh, played by um, James Garner and Gina Rollins, of course, yeah. being Nick Cassavetes. And anytime you're going to see these legendary actors uh, together on screen, it's going to be good. Yeah. It was it was a good movie. Yeah, and I think I saw Gosling and I was like, uh, he just looks like a little pretty boy. He's never <laughs> going to do anything. But no, I mean... Yeah, he I, was younger then. Yeah. I mean, I love Drive and all the other stuff he's sure. done. I mean, he's definitely not doing the stereotypical type roles yeah. I, I thought he would be in, which is I'm good. I'm a big and fan. I'll definitely go back and watch it. And I have nothing wrong with Vince Romance or that, okay. that, that type of style. Your heart is not dead? Heart is, eh, well, that's a different story, but yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I, I loved uh, Marriage Story. Like, I enjoyed that. Oh, and, okay. Which is romantic in a way, and it's What was that movie apart. Uh, that Gosling was in? I'm a big fan of his now that I'm looking through his filmography. Did you see The Nice Guys? Yeah. That was fucking funny, man. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> he was so funny in that. Where is the movie? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, God. God, Only God Forgives. That was so good. Yeah. Oh, Half Nelson. Half Nelson? The little indie that he did in 2006. I haven't seen that. Fantastic. Yeah. He's fucking great, man. Lars and the Real Girl. Lars, yeah, I was going to say. Big, short. Yeah. Drive, La La Land, Blade Runner, yeah. Blue Valentine. Yeah. He's good. I, did, I have not seen First Man. Did you see that? I have not. I started watching it, and it was too like it hit like the first half kind of hit home, and I was like, "This is kind of really sad." Oh, and, interesting. Well, oh, it from has, your astronaut days, yeah. Well, prior <laughs> and stuff, all he went through, like you know, whenever I see anything happen to kids, oh yeah, and sure, stuff like that. I just kind of just I, I don't that's know. tough. Yeah, I got you, man. I'm with you there. Uh, let me see. Let's finish off with a couple of these. Uh, Mike Snelling Jr., Indiana Jones. Um. He said Crystal Skull was so bad. That wasn't a reboot, though. That was just another sequel. Uh, our old friend with the backwards name, Culver Matthew. I'd almost like to see them try to reboot Jaws out of pure schadenfreude. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all time. I'm right there with you. Um, so I'd like to see someone fail miserably at trying to replicate it. They'd probably show the shark all the time. <laughs> of course they would. They wouldn't hold back at all. Not at all. Big-ass CGI shark everywhere. All right, that's good stuff. Thanks, Gorman. Yeah, I would say, like, it's good to hear that some of these are, when they do announce, like, oh, we're rebooting this, they're going into production hell. Like, uh, like, yeah, yeah. The prime one being Big Trouble in Little China. 
Oh, right. They've always been hinting like The yeah. Rock is going to play Jack Burton. That's and right. Stuff like that. And I'm like, come on, guys. But they're they're in like turnaround hell on that. Yeah. Good. And I think it should stay there. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they keep hinting at a Goonies and or whatever, those type of movies. Oh, I mean, you could yeah. easily just look at 80s movies and then put the 2020 tag on it. Yeah, it's just lazy. Lazy. Although I will say there is a way to do the Goonies right. Sure. And that would be to bring back the original cast and perhaps have an adventure with them and their children. The laziest way to do it would be to have them just sort of superfluously in there and have it just be all the kids. Yeah. I think the adults would have to be a part of the adventure. Sure. In order to make it right. Yeah. Uh, I could see that, but it's tough. I love that movie. Yeah. Have you showed it to your kid yet? Not yet. We're um, close. Yeah. Like, she's four and a half, and I think she needs to be maybe five or six. Yeah. Not that it's scary, but just to just to enjoy it, to be honest. Yeah. We, I'll have to talk to, to Carrie about it, but, like, we haven't. We haven't approached that. She's watching the movies, the the Descendants series now. So there's a lot more, which are live action, and but they're like, um, the the byline is basically they're the evil parents from uh-huh. Disney kids. Oh, and um, they're big with like our like your kid will definitely get into it. So What's it want, called? Descendants. And it's their movies or yeah, is it they, a TV thing? yeah, their movies. They're Disney movies, but they're based on like the evil. The, uh, from f- Disney folklore, they're based on like their kids. Oh, so like the wicked stepmother and all those characters had kids, oh, and this is them. Interesting. And so she's now approaching live action type stuff where there's fighting, there's people arguing. Yeah, you know, anytime someone lies, uh-huh. she panics. Like yeah. my kid panics, and so she's now learning to rationalize. Is like okay. This is fake. Uh-huh. Like she'll ask, like, how did they do that, Ramsey? Yeah, like, how, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, there's a green screen, or, you know, how did the whatever happen? And then I kind of explain, like, or, you know, she'll like, what did what did the dog go and do? Uh-huh. It's like, well, the dog's just a actor dog or something like right. that. It, it, it doesn't have another story outside of there. Yeah. So she's able to differentiate reality and, and That's fiction. That's the big turn. That is the big turn. So I think we can approach like, okay, if you like Descendants, you might like Goonies, which also has pirates in it. Right. And has all this other stuff, but also has a venture. And yeah, these are bad people, but they're really good people off camera. Yeah. Know? Like I think the, the bad guys in the Goonies, I mean, they're a little scary, but it's not too bad. Yeah. Does your yeah. daughter call you Ramsey? She does. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my stepdaughter, so yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. She she makes up nicknames for me every once in a while, but she doesn't have an official, uh-huh. like you know, Papa, Daddy, or gotcha. anything like that. You know, I didn't know she was your stepdaughter. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a blended family, man. Oh yeah, totally. It's good um, stuff. Yeah, and just like when when we I first started dating my wife, uh-huh. she was like, "Hey, I want to show my daughter Star Wars." And how old was she when you started dating? She was two and a half. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So. And she was like, this Star Wars stuff is scary. And yeah. I went through and recut the original three uh-huh. and took out all the killing. <laughs> God, Ramsey. Darth Vader's a good guy. You're the best, dude. That <laughs> the is Emperor fantastic. does not exist. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, if anyone wants them, I, I still have them online. But like, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She That's like, super cool, man. You'd watch the movies, though. It'd be like 30 minutes cut out. 
and she would watch the movies and they would just be like, she was just like, what the hell? You can't follow uh-huh. the movie at all because it's jumping and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and there's no violence at all. But yeah. That's wonderful, anyway, dude. What she a was able story. to appreciate Yoda. and I love it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Empire would be a good one, I guess. Yeah. Just can't show those uh, guts being cut open. No. I thought I they smelled bad about. on the outside. Good stuff. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Um, All right, we're going to finish up, my friend, with... uh now, this is a post from Derek Speedy of a Twitter thing that apparently – I'm not on Twitter, but apparently it, it kind of blew up a little bit uh, – from at Kimmy Monte. And we did this at the live uh, movie crush in San Francisco, uh, which is you add you piece of shit to any famous movie line. And I walked around in the audience and uh, people were making stuff up. It was, it was pretty fun. So maybe you can think of one unless you've got one off the dome, as Noel says. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and start with some of these. Uh, Clement Scott says, run, Forrest, you piece of shit. I am your father, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I am your father, you piece of shit. That's a good one. Um, uh, Terry Kalejo, one of our uh, old, uh, old friends, says, love means never having to say you're sorry, you piece of shit. Not bad. We're going to need a bigger boat, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travis Langkow says, Lieutenant Dan. You have new legs, you piece of shit. <laughs> that one's funny because it's mean. Uh, let me see here. Alan Richardson, it's a trap, you piece of shit. All right. A little Star Wars ref. Uh, another <laughs> Forrest Gump. People are all over that. Amanda Wright says, Lieutenant Dan, you want some ice cream, you piece of shit? <laughs> oh, let me see here. Art Riddle. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love me, you piece of shit. Some of these work better than others, I got to say. Uh, all right, this is from our old pal, uh, Gail, the danger oven, Kuntz. You can't handle the truth, you piece of shit. See, that one fits because it seems like it could have been in the movie. Yeah. You got another one? 
Um, here's this is a here's looking at you, kid. You piece of shit. <laughs> uh, let me see here. J.P. Mendez. It belongs in a museum. You piece of shit. Uh, I got to call it Ben Harrison because on stage, as one of my panelists, he said, um, "Life finds a way." You piece of shit. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, let me see here. My dad and I always quote uh, Spaceballs. It was like, give me paw, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'll do that next time I see him. Uh, let me see. Owen Terwilliger, one of our old fans, says, Wilson, you piece of shit. A lot of people said, I am your father. So you were onto something there, Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Alex- the leg, Johnny, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet the leg, you piece of shit. Wax on, wax off, you piece of shit. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. It writes itself. Paint the fence, you piece of shit. Uh, here's looking at you, you piece of shit. That's from uh, Meanall.ha. Zach Pointer, as you wish, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wait, what was as you wish? That was uh, Princess Bride. Oh, right, of course. Dare. Uh, Dan Stark. <laughs> this is a little wordy. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's funny in a, in a great uh, David Wayney absurdist way. Uh, Alexander Anderson Natal says, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown, you piece of shit. Not bad. Oh, this is pretty good. Stephen Costello. Whistle while you work, you fucking piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> He said, sorry, I felt the need to enhance. Uh, Adam Smith, show me the money, you piece of shit. Zach Pointer, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean, you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. I feel like this is getting old. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many of these you can read, right? So it loses, the, loses impact. Uh, all right. We'll do one more here. Bessie Hicks says, you shall not pass, you piece of shit. And she said that's either Gandalf or a constipated person. Hey-oh! Ooh. Very good. All right, man. That is it for this week. Thanks for jumping in here, Ram Jam. Not a problem. Did you have fun? Yes, sir. I think we all learned a little more about you. It's nice to hear a little bit more of your story. Yeah. With uh, the film school and the theater projection and your <laughs> wonderful stepdaughter and your recutting of Star Wars movies. Yeah. I think uh, fans might have a new favorite. I'm not saying know. Noel's job is in jeopardy, but... I could never replace Noel. Anything could happen, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> all right, dude. Thanks a lot, and thank you guys for participating. Thanks to the Crushers, as always. Uh, like the Movie Crush page and the Crushers page. There's a lot of good people there sharing some fun stuff and uh, and sharing opinions respectfully, which is rare these days. So check it out, and thanks for joining in. We'll see you next week. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.